0: G'day and welcome to Formula Bums. My name is Jacko and today we are previewing the Hungarian Grand Prix. With me is just Andy today.
1: I commend you for remembering it's a preview, not a review.
0: I know, it, I've been doing practice. I've been practicing. You're going you're gonna to screw it up on Monday, aren't you? I'm, my plan is not to show up on Monday. Let's celebrate this victory with the night off, I think. Nah, because I don't want to fucking host.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Hosting is... It's not as easy as you think it is. I'd much rather just talk shit in the background.
0: Yeah, it's Dave's got fun. the best
1: job in the whole show. He, he just, just turns up, makes shows laugh, up randomly, and then disappears for six months,
0: changes teams, new haircut, new earrings,
1: and then like
0: Please. disappears
1: again. We won't see him till we're like I want to guess Netherlands. I was going to say once Hamilton
0: gets on the top side of the podium, that's when he's going to yeah, be he'll back. come back then,
1: like always. yeah Let's do a little bit of news, because there has been some big news. Really big news today. So, the news coming out of Morocco, of all places.
0: When I read the article, I was like, don't often see them in the headlines
1: for stuff. So, apparently, like, I don't even want to try and pronounce the name of the, the French name company that they're talking about. Give us a look. I don't have it on the screen. I, d- I just know it's a really long, w- and I would butcher it. <laughs> It'd be like lay. I'm not even gonna try. <laughs> anyway, they make chips. Lay's they make good <laughs> chips, are they? Thins in Australia, they are. Yeah, light and tangy, man. Light and tangy saltmaninger, <laughs> unreal. Fuck the saltmaninger. You're wrong. Yeah. Anyway, Morocco. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Documents p- published by the Moroccan competition regulator have revealed the two companies intend to unite under a ten-year agreement basically saying that Red Bull will be per- 50% of Red Bull will be purchased by Porsche.
0: Yeah, so it's not a controlling And it's also purchase. not
1: in the F1 team itself, it's in Red Bull Technologies. Which is, is that their engine that's, development that's or is that the overall that can encompasses chassis everything. Yep, so they're not buying into an F1 team, they're buying into a Red Bull Technologies yep. thing, which encompasses the F1 team. Yeah, of
0: course, and like, you can it's not hard to draw a conclusion that buying in at that level gives you a lot of access and control to the Formula One team. Because Porsche wants to come in. They've oh, made definitely. it very clear. And they want to come in with Red Bull. And why wouldn't you? At this point. I mean they're the world champion. They're the world champions. They've the got drivers
1: world champion. Not the, the not the team, but the drivers world champion. They'll probably be the but team one. No one, one cares at the end about of the, the, year. the No, they will be the team one by the end of the year. The way Ferrari's going. Yeah, it's not looking too crash hot for them. Nope. I want to know why,
0: or which, just kind of like how the Moroccans were like. You'll hear about this.
1: Like, what, what building is in Morocco that was like? Well, I, I think what it is is it's more that Red Bull and Porsche have to announce this through paperwork in a lot of sporting regulation, like authorities in a way and just yep. the one that got published was the Moroccan one right. which is how it all got found out I'm sure there's one in France there's probably one in England and all these ones they've got the, the proposal sitting there but none of them have been dumb enough to release it unlike yeah, the Moroccans who are like Duh. I think I mean it's good marketing for the country I mean yeah I, I hundreds of
0: millions of fans are like oh, Morocco, Morocco
1: exists what is even in Morocco Rockham beautiful,
0: like it is. If you've never seen it, it's stunning. It's got like reddy orange sand dunes. I think it used to be at some point a British colony, so it's got
1: like colonial buildings. If you want to see colonial buildings and red sand, why don't you just go to the Northern Territory? Yeah, true. This is no, but this is like
0: early colonial buildings. Okay, then. it took it took like I mean, not rusted shacks. No, not rusted shacks. Like proper like villas. Okay, and, like it's it's stunning. I know that there is a lot of British expats, expats who live there and they're all old and they're all stoners because they all smoke hash.
1: It's a fascinating place. I've always wanted to go. Why, that, why does that not shock me? Jack probably wants to Morocco. <laughs> <front right. laughs> that's how you'll never see me again. Swing by Argentina
0: and Venezuela for my own personal reasons and then settle in Morocco. Other news that I want to bring up is Haas. Oh, yeah, the white Ferrari news. And, like, that's not even speculation, that is their marketing strategy with this upgrade. Ask came out and like, we are making the white Ferrari. Yeah. And I think that's how you do it. You just own the fact, it's like, yeah, we're copying. Yeah, and I mean... But won- I'm, it feels more okay, doesn't it, than what Yeah, because Aston did. This Aston, feels
1: heaps better. I think it's the way they've done it. The Aston done sort it. of just brought it out and it's like, yo, that just looks like the Red Bull. Or, if it was AlphaTauri sort of who like, did it, it would not be fine. Yeah
0: because they are because Haas is the junior Ferrari team now isn't it basically yeah that's I mean, where they, they hold and they've the got seat. a
1: lot of their the
0: Ferrari aero guys yeah true and they actually have that little section in their hmm. production area that's staffed only by ex-Ferrari employees
1: at this point so it's no it, it's a wonder it's taken this long for it to you know happen
0: a little bit i mean i think i think we can attribute maybe a month's delay in the in the rebuild cost of mixed car
1: because okay, they were sick so.
0: they because that was two million dollars of rebuilds that they had to do for him for this year. And that's not blaming him for that. They happen, man. Like people crash. People are silly. It it happens all the time. So maybe that's a bit of the cause of the delay. Or I just maybe in all reality it's like, look, we're just making sure the upgrades are genuinely good. We're practicing, we're running sims on them, like we don't really know. What well, was funny though? After the French Grand Prix was the Toto, Mattia, and Gunter Conference. I thought it was pre. Was it pre? I thought it was post. It doesn't matter. It was the French weekend where, yeah. where they asked Toto. Toto's like, they might have bought an upgrade or two. And Gunter leans over and was like, I told you, we don't have the money. Like, yeah. it's, it's a stock car. <laughs> <laughs> Which is also... Yeah, because they keep putting the money towards his boat. He deserves a boat. He really does. I. You know, this is a rich sport and people are selfish when there's
1: not a Kickstarter to buy that man a boat. I know, right?
0: <laughs> as if.
1: They should have the fast F1 for our yacht in the... Um, Sydney to right. Hobart. Not even that, in the marina from Monaco. I, honestly, as soon as you said, I can't believe they haven't got him one yet, I was like, let's just
0: cut one out of the fake <laughs> marina and give it to him. But they they said white Ferrari, so I'm assuming that means like mainly chassis and
1: aero, right? That's, what I'm, that's what I'm assuming. Because if you look at the the Haas and the Ferrari, I and mean, then I mean we might as well throw the Force Romeo in there as well. Yep. The Haas was the most unique looking out of those three. And
0: I also think their their vehicle they bought at the start of the year was the best looking shaped chassis of the new generation. Like that,
1: that. Oh, I really liked it, man. The Haas won my heart this year. The Haas was second to me. I really liked the now useless McLaren the original shape of the McLaren. It, that was also nice. It was not. That was the one I liked the most, but what we did slip by in the French Grand Prix, McLaren have upgraded their side pods. Sneakily. 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 Danny didn't text us. He didn't tell us. Uh, Seidel said pre-French Grand Prix, quote, well, I mean, it's it's been backtracked now, but he well, they weren't bringing any major upgrades. And then the next weekend after the, the very clear upgrades that have turned up, he was like, I never said that. <laughs> also, like, bro, this
0: is motorsport. Like, you haven't embezzled or committed a crime. Just be like, gotchas. Yeah,
1: I know. You know right, what I right? mean. Just
0: be like, so ah. like, who cares? Like, genuinely, who no cares? One cares? It's not important. It's like the World Constructor Championship. No one cares. Hey, I care
1: about that. You do. I like because it determines where they are in the pit lane, and that can make or break a season. If you are middle of the thing, middle of the pit lane, and it's a VSC when you are pitting. You could get held up crazily there by the back markers. I have a little bit more of an update on the Carlos signs unsafe release. Oh, good. A little bit. So I have one first. It is a hundred percent Albon. I went back and looked at the footage. I know Dave was arguing it was Latifi. It was actually Albon who locked up. Okay, cool. I just wanted to clarify that because Dave was wrong, and he's not here to defend himself. So exactly. You're right. Yeah, no. You're right. Also, there was a big twenty-three on it, so I knew I was right. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I look. I'm actually horrified if we ever decide to do video stuff and we do like our own grill the or it's like name the driver's numbers because I reckon I could get one two actually I
1: remember what Antonio Giovinazzi's was 99 99 hold up so one is max yep three is danny four is lando four is lando five seb There's can two. I just do
0: it no but you know this Everybody No I want to you know I, this
1: I want to know if I know this so five is Are Seth. you going to check with me I'm going to say <laughs> <it's> <laughs> like, what six am I is it? Latifi and also Nico Rosberg. And if we want to throw two in there, two was Stoffel Van Dorn. What am I up to? Seven was Kimi. Eight. No eight. No eight. There's no nine either. No nine, I believe. I don't think so. Ten is Pierre Gasly. Yeah, Pierre. Ten. Eleven is Chaco. Yep. Twelve is... Where I get stumped. Is there a 12? I don't think there's a 12. I don't. There's a 44. There is a 44. Everyone knows who 44 is. I'm okay. 14 is Fernando. Yep. Yeah, we're doing this next year. I might be able to scrape some points back in our stupid competition. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> 24, Joe. 23 is Albon. 77, Bottas. 44, Lewis. I'm missing. Oh, 18 is Stroll. What Joe, twenty four? I said that. Right. Yes. Okay. Um, I'm just trying to think if I can think of any more off the top can, of my head.
0: Mick and K Mag. Uh, haven't
1: done. Twenties K Mag Mix forty seven. What was missed? Michael? Michael? Ah, uh, no, they didn't have personalized numbers back then. Really? Yes. There but you if go. you look at Mix number 47, 47, because Michael won seven championships. Yeah. True. That's kind of nice. That is. Uh, Has anyone
0: he, claimed number seven again? Because I know like no, six drivers so, so, want
1: it. you got to wait two years and they can't change now that they're there. And also 16's Charles, 55's Carlos. I forgot the two Ferraris. Yep. Have I missed anyone else? I I probably have. Maybe one or two, but that's not bad. That was a pretty That was pretty good. I should do grill the Grid. I reckon I could kick all their asses, except for Seb. I'll also, what, speaking of Seb,
0: he opened an Instagram account he today. He did. I saw that. And he says there's still another race to win.
1: The race for humanity, I believe.
0: I hope so. It's not, it's not a race in the Aston, that's, that's for sure. <laughs> it's not happening, bro. <laughs> that ain't happening ever. Uh, the, the piece of news I wanted to bring up
1: was the white Ferrari, which we spoke about. Yeah, I got one more piece of news, and it's sort of a good piece of news in a way. Okay. Okay, so Jos Capito, the team principal for Williams, Williams. he has a bit of a headache at the moment because obviously he has been linked heavily with Oscar Piastri. Yes. And that, that seems like the obvious move. However, there's been a certain Williams Academy driver absolutely killing it in F2 this year. Logan Sargent. Oh, the Yankee. The Yankee. And, and that's a good headache to have if you're Yos Capito, I, th- I feel. If you've got a potential loan deal of two years with Oscar Piastri, but also your up up-and-comer who you've invested time and money in, is nearly ready. Is is almost ready. Could be ready by the end of the year. It's a tight championship. No it, one's run away with it this year. I know. And think about it for a second. You got three drivers trying to fit into two seats there. Because Alpine's almost guaranteed that Piastri is going to be on the grid next year. And I think it's safe to say Alonso is going to get the two-year contract he wants from Alpine.
0: Yeah, look, and honestly... You can't, if you're Alpine, you can't not get Oscar a seat or you'll lose him. Another team will sign him. Oh, easily. I mean, I think any any team that isn't going, hey, how can we wiggle our way to, to snatch this kid, isn't really looking at all the prospects. I mean, we watched his season last year. It was great like, to have an Aussie. Phenomenal. Phenomenal.
1: I, there's no words to describe it. It was awesome to watch. He's like, got talent. Oh, yeah. The most talented junior driver we have seen in this generation. I know, and this this Logan Sargent, I won't say just as talented, but pretty talented. He's 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 talented, and you Felipe's know, he's talented. Tayo's ta- like there. There is a lot of good talent in that and category. Also Liberty Media is a yank company. You know they're going to throw money at Williams to get Logan into that seat.
0: And I think it's important too. I mean, surely Haas, I mean, they're tied up with Ferrari and they're happy where they are. But, like, the American team should have an American driver. Speaking of which, teams, drivers, nationalities, had a bit of a thought in the shower this morning. Oh, God. I I was thinking about our calendar podcast. And, like, this is purely insanity. It would never be possible to do. But imagine if the calendar was a race for in each country of the driver's nationality. So, if there's three British drivers, three British tracks, and you go to each. So, every driver, the whole championship is just home races. It's a 20-race season. That means Australia, UK a couple of times, Zandvoort, Finland,
1: like that would Germany. be- Germany, Spain, yeah. France, twice, unfortunately. <laughs> That I means we're stuck for a card. and we'd be stuck with Monaco because of Charles. But that's fine. We, that's we, we fine. like Monaco now. We like, Monaco, yeah, but we like Monaco.
0: There's also three drivers who hold Belgian citizenship. Max. Max holds it. Lance holds it. Yes. And Lando, I think.
1: Yes. Oh, yeah. Lando does. I didn't know Lance did then.
0: I think Lance also holds. He's able. But it, it's so strange because we're Aussies. It's very... It, not a huge amount of Aussies have dual citizenship. But in Europe, it is very common that it's like, yeah, I've got citizenship for like four. Yeah. And we're just like, if any, someone will have citizenship for the UK.
1: That's, or New Zealand. Yeah, or Kiwis. Yeah, that, that's basically the the majority of dual citizens. Yeah,
0: so it, that kind of blew my mind. But I thought that led me to think of like, I mean, it would guarantee we keep Spa. It would. And also, it's impossible because like if they fire a driver and they bring in a new country, they're like, all right, we're cancelling it two weeks out. We need to now all dash across.
1: Logistically, it'd be a nightmare. It's impossible.
0: But it would be kind of a cool calendar setup.
1: I don't see it ever happening. Nor do I. Because there's not three American drivers and Liberty Media clearly wants three American races. There could be three American drivers though. No, I can only think of two. Colton Herder and Logan Sargent, name a third. Paddo Awards a Mexican. Yeah, well, I was going to say Paddo. <laughs> yeah, he's Mexican. He should be in the sport too. He should. I like him in IndyCar though. He's a good fit for IndyCar. Yeah, I haven't watched any IndyCar this year either. We can't unless we have, um, I want to say it's Stan, Stan Sports. Stan Sports.
0: What annoys me about Stan Sports is you can't get Stan Sports alone. You have yeah, to get Stan. You have to
1: get Stan and then pay for it, for on, it top. on top.
0: It's like, I don't want to watch Neighbours, bro.
1: No one fucking wants to watch Neighbours. It's getting cancelled, thank God. And yeah, oh, 34 years or something crazy. Too many years wasn't a good show in my book, but then again, it didn't have any guns or car chases or explosions or action, any sort in it.
0: No, no, some old dude got, I was watching a stupid show the other day where they were like remembering bits and neighbours. It was like, have you been paying attention? And at one point, a dude turns around in like a stormy night and a fucking beam falls on him and crushes him. And the dude is like, mentally, you're like, this show's cooked. <laughs> that is cooked. Yeah. Was, was he off steward on that? Or was he home was and he? away? I can't remember. I think it
1: was home and away. You know what? That's I've only... not
0: seen an episode of either.
1: No, neither. But I have seen the Doodle Burger on YouTube. Yeah. If
0: anyone is listening overseas, Neighbours and Home and Away are two like very quintessential Australian soap operas. Think bold and the beautiful. Yep. Um but but with the budget of Doctor Who and the production quality of early Doctor Who, like shit's made out of cardboard. <laughs> yep. It's it's horrible. But that's where the Hemsworths were on. They also are Margot the Santa Robbie Club. as well. Margot Robbie. The Hemsworth and Saddle Club, too. Did you know that? I didn't know that, poor bastards. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible TV shows. Don't watch them man. they're ending. Thank God. Thank fuck. Shall we preview this week? Shall we get into Hungary?
1: Okay. What do you got for us, Randy? So the first Hungarian Grand Prix was held in 1986. It became the first Formula One Grand Prix behind the Iron Curtain. There's a fact for you. That is, is kind of interesting. Uh, the track, the Hungaro ring, is 4.318 kilometres, has 14 turns, and the lap record is held by Sir Lewis Hamilton at a 116.627 in the W11 because yeah, it is traditionally a Mercedes-dominated track because of all their cars with their insane cornering
0: speeds that they've had for the last few years.
1: So, theoretically, Ferrari should should have it this weekend. However...
0: Theoretically, Ferrari's had
1: it every weekend this year. Yeah, but then Ferrari's strategy comes into play. And engine. Engine. And Charles. <laughs> <laughs>
0: and early in the year, Carlos, who was just being like, Gravel, that looks good to me, boys. Yeah. It's traditionally... Like, I mean... The cliche is that it's it's Monaco without the walls.
1: It It really there's no passing opportunities on there.
0: Well, because looking at the map, there's not yeah there's not those corners that you can super hard break and cut
1: people. So I've got two I can tell you. Turn twelve and turn one are your best opportunities to pass. Anyway, we
0: see but. When we look back to the not-so-distant past, we see what happens if you try to send it up the inside and in Turn are 1. You,
1: are you referring to Kamikaze last year? I'm Yeah, one of the
0: best grid starts I've ever seen with Valtteri Bodhass cleaning Six drivers, was it, in total? Something like that. It Six. was insane. It was incredible. and It, also, it wasn't super great quick. <laughs> it, <laughs> it was pretty it slow. It also led to
1: the greatest restart in history where... Everybody jumped into the pits and left Lewis, Lewis by himself because they just didn't want to be near him because he might have kamikazed them as well. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it was like
1: honestly, perfect viewing. It's the best. Hu- last year's Hungary was the best Hungary race we've ever had. Unfortunately, it was Esteban who won it.
0: It was also the one... Oh, yeah, it was too. But like, oh, look,
1: it, that, that was. I oh, look. I'm going to give that it, to Alonso because Alonso it also, held up.
0: It also led to the best park firme celebration I've ever seen. With Alonso picking up Ocon with his arms wide open and spinning him around. He did feel pretty good. Oh, it was incredible. But also like that was that was a massive weekend for Alpine. It really last year was like, oh, this is a competitive race car team. They are able to pull off maneuvers and work together
1: again. Actually, you know what this this race could lead to? The return of a train driver. Oh, you know Fernando is gonna be like, hey, no one is getting
0: past me. <laughs> If he qualifies in points position, it is over for everybody <laughs> behind him. Could you imagine if he gets pole? If he gets pole, I think that...
1: That I, would be the greatest race in history. If he
0: No, because you know the worst part is if he gets pole... Imagine if Vowder is right behind him. Oh, no. It actually doesn't matter because Vowder isn't an alpha. He's going to be behind a lot of people this year. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Let's pray there's no rain. It's a quick track. It's one I particularly like driving on the games because it's a beautiful track that requires flow. Corners lead to other corners. Yes. And the curbs are absolutely brutal in sector three. What are you looking at me like that for? What have I said? I'm
1: just thinking about it on the games. I'm really good up to turn five. Soon as I hit the chicane at six and seven, I fuck my lap. It's
0: not an easy track to run it's around. It's
1: really not. Like, it looks cool. It's a cool silhouette of a track. And, like, you've seen me on the games. I'm pretty damn good when it comes to
0: doing You're work. good. Yeah. Like, you're actually... If anyone doesn't know, Andy can barely drive,
1: but you put him in a race simulator, he stomps people. Yeah. <laughs> and I just... This this track just doesn't click with me. It's the only... This and Singapore are the only two on the games. And Jeddah. Oh, don't remind me. I don't race Jeddah because I don't think it's a track. Yeah, that's fair. It's a shit, shit track.
0: Do we know of any teams who... Apart from Haas that have been like, we are bringing a big upgrade package this weekend. I know France and Austria were the weekends for that,
1: for most of the teams. I don't think so. So we've got to consider this is the week going into the mid-season break as well. So it, it, you've got a two-week shutdown coming up, and also we've had, well, we need to go back and look at the technical directive because the next race round is where you can be disqualified once it comes into effect. For With the, the p- yeah, porpoising. Porpoising and the plank underneath
0: which makes sense why we haven't
1: heard anything on that since they announced it because i assumed it was a like immediate effect so so what happened was is obviously the original plan was for it to take effect last weekend in France however the teams complained a lot because justifiably so yeah because they didn't have time to sort of get themselves into position to be ready for it so basically f1 was like all right you've got till spa which is 2 months away at the time with time off in the middle, yes, but you've got two. the two week two shut- week shutdown that you have to. Everyone in gets as well. off. However, yeah, that's a lot of time to fix your car, get it ready for this technical directive. So the teams know it's coming after this weekend, no matter what.
0: And kind of the irony of the whole situation is, Mercedes seems to have gotten to the bottom of their porpoising. I
1: can't wait. For regardless, it to return.
0: we might see that too because Hungary's got a little bit of elevation. It does. After the first corner, you're going downhill. Kind of then,
1: and you go on uphill. Uphill, uphill through the end of sector one. Yep, and then you come back to the downhill section, coming back through sector three. Yep, so it, it's going to be an interesting track, that's for sure. Who do we th- see going into the wall though?
0: Look, there's going to be crashes. It, oh. It's hungry. It's it's hard racing. Um, weather looks shit. <laughs> like, have you checked the forecast? I have not checked the forecast. It's, it's sunny practice. Wet qualifying wet race. So we're oh, on, fantastic. Like, everything is shaping up for a messy, messy race.
1: I love this. Uh, who do I think is going to go into the war? Well, the, the obvious... Oh, this is lovely. I just looked at the 40% chance of precipitation on the Sunday and 80% on the Saturday. So... Theoretically, if what everyone says is happening, Lance Stroll will get fucking pole.
0: I look. I if think if you do one good good thing in the wet, you don't become king of the wet. I like know he, he
1: he hasn't earned but the nickname. You know they're gonna say it all week. He hasn't He's earned the
0: grandstand.
1: He thought he got yeah,
0: but not Ocon. Ocon at least has a win,
1: not and a podium.
0: Yeah, not 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 like a not like a, a Danny McLaren win where. He, you got out in front and you won the race from the start. You picked up the scraps. Your teammate helped you, but that's part of the sport. He's got a win. Yeah. He's got a podium. But so's Pierre. And Pierre didn't get a grandstand.
1: Yeah, Pierre should have had a grandstand. Pierre's had more podiums.
0: And uh, has he got, had two wins? No, he's only had the I one only one. had the one incredible win, though. Incredible oh. win. Honestly, if I had to guess, I'm not. I'm not going to go with the punching bags because I'm going to speculate. Of course, a few of them are going to crash. But as Hungary, you know they're taking people with them. So I think the discussion should be, who do we think is going to
1: DNF by being taken out by the people we know aren't going to finish? Well, think about who's going to be around them in this race. So let's hypothetical think about our first punching bag. I'm going to break a lot of people's hearts with this. I'm I'm going to hurt
0: myself. I'm going to hurt you. You're going to say Danny, aren't you? No, I'm not. I'm going even harsher than that. Stroll's going to take Seb out. I know. I told you it's going to hurt.
1: That does hurt.
0: No. That hurts. I'm calling it. If that happens, I'll be it. fucking... I'll cry. I probably would too. But no, I genuinely think... Um, also, big shout out to Seb. Hungary is a country that does not support the LGBT community whatsoever. In fact, they're quite draconian with a lot of their stuff. And you mean they're quite manly? Yeah. <laughs> And if you're if you heard manly and you're not an Australian, that doesn't mean associated with males. There's a, currently an NRL club that what six players, seven players, seven players aren't playing tonight in essentially a game to get them into the finals because
1: there was a rainbow added to their jersey to support pride. Yeah, yeah, yep. Which, I mean, I mean, I'm not gay, but I support them. They deserve every right. Every We're one. humans, love is love. Who gives a fuck? Like seriously, that's yeah. it. That's as complicated
0: as it needs <laughs> to be. But no, Seb Seb will stand up. He will wear a rainbow. He's probably going to have a rainbow on his helmet. Like he He'll have care. the rainbow bike again. He does not care. Like
1: He's a good person. Lewis will yeah. have his, his helmet yep. again, which means he'll be on the podium. He's at 100% record with his LGBT helmet. alphabet people helmet.
0: Yep. I think, yeah, I do. I know it's a hard prediction, but Stroll's taking Seb out, and then that's going to force Seb to go into Mick. I'm calling that. I'm calling doom train. That's doom train. I've had a bad day. Doom train. No. I want VB to accidentally take Hamilton out. I think that'd be fucking hilarious. I want (laughs) to take fucking Russell out. That'll also be good. Speaking of Russell, I have a story to tell you. Oh no. I was on Tinder, ladies. (laughs) (laughs) I was on Tinder. It's the first time I've been on it in months. Had a little scroll. Had a match sitting there. Flicked through the photos. Girl's holding a George Russell head. Now, I'm a shameless narcissist in a lot of my life. So, I do have podcaster in Wyatt in Dubai. Oh, of course you do. Don't judge me. And she goes, "Oh, what, what sort of podcast you make? I goes, funnily enough, I make an F1 podcast. She goes, what's it called? I'll give it a listen. So, I sent it to her and she goes, oh, I'm going to listen to it on the drive to work. I checked my phone after work to see some feedback. Unmatched me. <laughs> so,
1: I don't think she's a fan of some of our opinions. Either that or she's just not a fan of the people you hang around with. I'm not a fan of the people I hang around with sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm that's what George is doing. So, I mean, it's her own fault. Why would you fucking support George Russell? Why? He's a squid. He's a squid. He's, he's a, a mew. He's just... He's <laughs> just... Oh. George Russell's the sort of guy that goes to a cafe and orders a long black with no milk. No, he orders a long black with milk.
0: (laughs) That's the sort of duty. He's like, make it a long black, but put milk in there.
1: Actually, yeah, you got (laughs)
0: to. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. My mum has the worst coffee order in the world. We won't get into that. Yeah, it's probably not. It's like eleven words. Eleven words for a coffee, Andy. Large mocha. There's my coffee order. (laughs) For me, large latte caramel. Three words. Three words. Should be max of four. The fourth word is milk type. Yeah, got your cow juice, got your oat juice,
1: and some other shit. But that's it. What about your bee juice, honey? Yeah, you know Clarkson makes like his own honey, and he calls it bee juice. That's a great idea because it's his farm. He's got all these cool things. I was I was checking out the farm website. Uh, diddlysquatfarm.com and seeing what you could <laughs> buy. Yeah, no, he seriously called his farm Diddly Squat. Uh, and yeah, you can buy bee juice and you can buy beeswax candles that he calls, this smells like my bollocks. I mean, that's
0: the male equivalent of what Gwyneth Paltrow sells though, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. That was his <laughs>
1: argument.
0: <laughs> that was his yes! argument. Yes, I told you. I'm, I'm on it. I'm on it. You heard it here first. Gotta throw a couple of them in every week. Oh, definitely. But no, I look. I hope. I hope it's a good weekend for McLaren with those secret upgrades. You were yelling at me earlier. It did work for Lando, unfortunately.
1: It did. You uh, got fifth in qualifying. While it didn't do anything for the race, you know that's a good start.
0: It, it's a good measuring stick too. Like one lap pace is important. It is very important, especially also first week of the upgrades. They clearly got a, a crap ton of data they can go through and make some adjustments and like. Again, I think that interview early in the season that Toto did where he broke down, he's like, we're bringing upgrades, but what everyone needs to understand in this room is that it takes four races for the upgrades to come in. Like that statement yeah.
1: of like, it's going to take a while for us to interpret. So we're saying Spa will be where Alpha AlphaTauri will do good? I think so. I'd say that. Well, who else brought upgrades at Austria?
0: So Alpha AlphaTauri's bought some recently. McLaren's bought some recently. Haas
1: this week. Yeah, so but Haas will be later on after the mid-season break, depending.
0: Yeah, possibly. Um, but I guess with I, if you're bringing upgrades that mirror a current team, I know they're really strict on sharing parts. But could you share?
1: Are you allowed to share sim data? No, you wouldn't be allowed to. No, okay. So that would be. So no, yeah, maybe you've, you've got a to operate longer. as an inter- You've got to operate as an independent team. You can't just share with your the team that helps you. Which does make a lot of sense because you know. Otherwise, Aston would just buy all of Mercedes' data. True. That's actually a good point. So,
0: yeah, it would be quite controlled. Is it? Is it going out on a limb for me to say that this is going to be possibly a Mercedes double podium again? We know what they like at this track.
1: I don't see it. Don't reckon? I th- so, Mattia Binotto has come out and basically challenged his drivers... To say you need to come back from what's been happening and it's got to be a double podium for you. So <laughs> I I, can, like, I love the fact that Matisse is like, this is your fault. <laughs> well, to Charles, yes, it was. Okay, yeah, one of them. However, I can see, provided they don't listen to their strategists in the slightest, Ferrari could potentially be double podium. But that being said, Max and Checo will definitely be on the podium, probably. So yeah, I don't see, I can't see Mercedes getting there unless there's an issue between Checo. Okay, or
0: okay. Max.
1: I just got, I've just got this feeling, man. I, I just, yeah. But your feelings usually amount to nothing, so that's why I'm. It's not either concerned. that or IBS. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Probably IBS.
0: <laughs> <laughs> man, I really thought Hamilton was going to win, but I just needed to shit heaps bad. Yep. I'm still not taking it off the cards. If anyone can do it, Hamilton. We know what he can do,
1: man. Like if anyone p- can, it might be him. I could see him on the podium again. Yep, I, I see George Russell in fifth. I can definitely see George Russell in DNF. Do we? <laughs> do we?
0: Do we reckon Alpine will be able to push up the grid here? They've had a race I victory reckon, here. I, I reckon six he, cars taken out.
1: I reckon here's what's going to happen. It's all going to come down to qualifying with Alpine. That's it's meant to be wet, stormy. Terrible conditions,
0: which means Max is liking
1: that. He's good in the he's, he's actually he's good. He's, he's good. actually good in the wet, unlike it's Stroll. Good. So I can see it like this: maybe Max Pole, Charles second, Alonso sneaks a third. He could, I could he see absolutely it. could. I could see it, and you know what that means for every driver fourth and below. You are stuck in that position.
0: Yep. And also, it's not a bad play by Alonso because he'll go, well, Charles barely finishes and Max is also due for another blow-up. I could win this just, yeah, by, <laughs> yeah, being just by being a <laughs> train. Oh, is that being here. Is that our final prediction? Alonso forms a train, the two leaders do not finish and Alonso screams home for a
1: victory. Man, if that happens, it'd be the greatest race all year. 100%. Not even joking. I, I would love to watch that. The
0: world... Uh, have you ever met an F1 fan who doesn't like Fernando Alonso? Because I've met about seven F1 fans living in this country. I've met about three. And and they're all on this show. And none of them dislike Fernando Alonso. It's hard to. He's funny. He's a good bloke. And also, just like, he's old enough now to throw his weight around appropriately. Like, he doesn't have a temper tantrum, but he's like, yeah, they're not going to check me if I cut this corner, are they? No, they're not. Zip. They're not going to, like, I can't get in trouble for slowing down a bit and having a really
1: wide rear end. Yeah. I'm not going to get in trouble for swerving a little bit. I would love to see the rear of his wing painted with
0: cheeked. <laughs> <laughs> just can't get past him. <laughs> Should have L plan back there again. L plan. It's working. L plan in the 100. Like, I know that... I Because, like, the Ferrari Master plan does not work. The no. Haaster plan is working. Yep. The 100 Mercedes- race and L plan is working. What what do you call a Mercedes plan? Order 66.
1: Oh, that's that's actually
0: 100%. Hard. Dark Emperor Toto. But I also, I like, I'm liking that Mercedes team a lot more this year because everything, every success they're having is so much more
1: genuine. Well, did you see what Lewis put out on um Instagram earlier this week? I don't follow any of the drivers on Instagram. Oh, you missed out. So he, he just grabbed four photos of himself and Bono. And he was like, look, if you're going to tell my story, you have to tell the story of Peter Bonington. I saw and, that on Reddit, yes. Yeah. And it, oh, I think that's. You don't see that with any of the other drivers having that sort of connection with their race engineer. I mean, obviously we know Pierre and his one seem to have a really good relationship. Yeah, Mick and his. They, they all have a good relationship, but the, the relationship between Bono and Hamilton is just... It's shippable. <laughs> not even ship. It's like it's just a better relationship. It seems like they really care for one another as they friends. Do. They do. You can tell that there is a genuine and deep connection and admiration.
0: Like, Lewis is in no uncertain terms how important Bono is to his success and Bono also is understanding of how incredible Lewis is as a racer and a person and it's lovely to see. I did see the photo Yeah, and it's true. Like, yes, it does really rely on what the driver is able to do on the track but every step of the way, if that team is not moving in sync, it's not happening. Agreed. Like maybe back in the day, you used to be able to just wrangle the car yourself and no radio comes and whatnot but now,
1: it's It's impossible. impossible. If you it's don't impossible. have radio comes to the garage, you're a bit
0: cooked. Yep. I did see online there was a little bit of a discussion after Shelves' crash from France mm-hmm. where he, you know, we, we heard the impact, we heard the heavy breathing, and then we yep. heard the scream, and like, it wasn't nice to listen to. And a, a, a couple of people on Reddit essentially asked someone... like, There's an F1 technical page. You can just ask things, and it's fascinating. Mm-hmm. If you haven't checked it out, check it out. A lot of it is way over my head, but this one made sense. They were like, how come... The drivers press the button and then to talk, and it's pushed to talk. But how come when they crash, you can hear every minute? And it wasn't 100% confirmed, but the best answer I heard, which sounded legitimate, is that, oh, it's pushed to talk, but if you push it further, it locks in. So that way, when you're cornering and talking, you've got full ability to manipulate the rest of the steering wheel. And so what's essentially happening is that when people are having these accidents, due to the impact, they're just pushing the button in, and you hear it. And also... I think they need to have the button in to hear how to get the car turned off appropriately. Yeah, because the, there's no key. You don't just turn it off. It's there's not like engine a road settings car. and like there's kill switches. Well,
1: I listen to them at the end of the races when they pull into Park Perme, eh? engine to P one, engine to P zero. Yep, this sort of that. Stuff. Yeah. pull the wheel out. Make sure you put the wheel back in because that's a penalty otherwise. Yes, it is. Which is I don't know
0: why, but it, it's cool seeing the wheels coming out. At me like, that. and it's also cool when Max is angry because takes out and he throws it. <laughs> yeah. So,
1: speaking of that, do you reckon Roman will get a penalty if he ever came back to Formula One because his wheel never got clicked back in at Bahrain? <laughs> it's pretty harsh, but they couldn't even find it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> like, they're like, "You didn't take the wheel." I was like, "It melted." They're like, "You're supposed to unplug." He's like, "It melted."
1: Five second penalty.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, isn't it? Um, Jensen Button has a. A, yes. a, a penalty withstanding from Monaco. when Back he was in 2017. Filling, filling in for Fernando Alonso. He received a penalty and he was just doing like a celebrity race for him. Yeah. While where was, he was Daytona?
1: No, he was at Indy. Indy Daytona is in February. Indy which, is the same way. And that's the start week. of the NASCAR. Yes. And Indy is the same weekend as the Monaco Grand Prix. Right. Which makes a lot of sense. Yep. And it's also the same weekend as the Charlotte 600, which is another big NASCAR race. Right. So it's a really good day for motorsport if you're an American motorsport fan. Yeah, yeah. Because you got Charlotte, then Indy, and I uh, sorry, you guys Monaco, Charlotte, then Indy. Or Monaco, Indy, Charlotte. One of those it's one of those ones. It's still yeah. it's a it's a big day of motorsport. Like you got a fuck a five hundred k- k- mile race and then a six hundred mile race. We're guaranteed to be big pranks. Yeah, like seriously. I think
0: the reason why they're like, look, we're not going to make these NASCARs that expensive because they break easy. We, we,
1: we go and crash them. That's the whole idea of a NASCAR is to crash it. <laughs> yeah. At least that's what I've gathered from my watching of NASCAR is like you drive it to crash it because crashing it looks cool and safe. And also like, I know NASCAR gets crapped on
0: a lot as a motorsport because you just just on around in a circle, but here's the thing. They are going around. so The camera does not do it justice. No. You need to watch a, a point of vision camera of them
1: coming past that gap it's also, in the fence. It's also a race of attrition if you think about it. Like, yeah, they're only turning left. But they're turning left 500, 500 times. Yeah. At 350 plus. Exactly. It's, it's ridiculous what they drive at. Yep. There's only four gears, too, in a NASCAR. That does make sense, though, because when you think about it, like, you, you've got the one
0: to get off the line, then you've got it going up, going up. You'd have insanely long gear ratios because you're at full
1: throttle for, what, most of the lap? Yep. Yep. I re- the only ones you'd break out are like the short tracks, like Martinsville and Bristol. Yep, and they've even made Bristol a dirt race now, which is even cooler. That's f- like it's awesome. a sh- it's a short short look oval, and it's just covered in dirt. I still think my favourite NASCAR race is when they go to Coda, because
0: F one's all about track limits, right? Yep, Coda they have track limits on one corner. Yep, everything else is drivable. Yep. <laughs> it's like it's they're like, look, there's a track here, but don't worry about it. You can go anywhere you want, except for this corner, you have to go around that corner. Everything else, go for it, boys. Go, go free for all. Um, there's Danny Kiviat. Kivyat. NASCAR debut coming up. Oh really? Yeah, 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 yeah. He posted online and I got I somehow came onto it. I might have been having a scroll on the Dunny. And he is debuting possibly for Chip Ganassi. I think he's That's interesting.
1: Chip. Yeah. Because Kimmy's is coming up too. Yeah. Because Kimmy's is at a road course, which I think suits Kimmy. Has to be. But yeah, no, Daniil's grabbed a seat. Good. In one of the races. I'm glad he's doing He's the one Russian I like. Yeah, he's great, man. Him and Schwartzman, they're all right. There's Schwartzman's just, good. I don't like a certain other one, but we Nikita. don't. To, yeah, Yeah. He, he's doing a tour of Ukraine right now. And do you want to. Take us for a little stroll back through the history books, man. Well, considering this weekend is predicted to be a wet race, I thought we'd go to the very first wet race at the Hungara Ring. Can you take a guess on what year that was? Well,
0: it began in 86, you said.
1: Yes. So I want to say 93. 2006. Okay. It's a, very, it's a very interesting race because it was the the winner. It was his first win in Formula One, and he ended up winning a championship not too long later. Can you take your guess? Lewis? No. No. That was a year before Lewis debuted. Okay. I'll give you one more guess. One more guess. So he what, this was his first win and he went on to win championships later? Yes. This was in 2006? Yes. Fernando? No. Fuck. Fernando won in 05. Shit. I don't know. It's Jensen.
0: Oh, excellent. I was never going to guess Jensen.
1: I, I gave you opportunities. You did. You gave me a choice. I do like Jensen. This was the, another another one. little fact about this one too. It's the first win for a British driver since David Coulthard won the Australian Grand Prix 3 years previously.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that's not super shocking because like every couple of years a group of nations drivers will be really dominant. Like we're in a we're in a essentially British domination era now with Lewis. He won in the last eight. The Germans had it early 2000s and early 2010s. You know what I mean? Like yep. Mick and Seb just unbeatable. And well, then Michael, yeah, concert. Concert.
1: but right now I'd say we're we're leading towards a Montegast, Montegasco or Dutch, yeah,
0: should be interesting. It will be the interesting. Aussie flag will be up there soon, no worries. Next year,
1: debut Piastri world championship. Dan. You heard it here first. Call Danny, the shot, Danny or Piastri. I can't see Piastri winning in a Williams if he goes there. No. I really can't. No, look, I don't... Danny Booms needs a lot of upgrades.
0: I think Danny still has the talent to be a world champion. I don't think he'll ever be in a car that will allow him to convert it into a world championship. Unfortunately. But also, as brutal as the journalism journalism and cutthroat nature of the fans of this sport are, that is not a career to be disappointed with. You are the, one of the most successful Australian motorsport drivers ever. Yep. And, like, we are... the. We are one of the best sporting nations on the planet. We punch above our weight in pretty much every sporting event we go into.
1: What, what really buggers me up with it, though, is Danny is the story of what if. It is. Because it's a what if he didn't leave Red Bull.
0: And then what if he didn't leave Renault Alpine?
1: Yeah. It is. Danny is the great spokesman for career. our worst career choices.
0: Yeah, and it, it's kind of rough when we're like worst career choices because like you're still one of the top 20 drivers on the planet and oh, you're know. still getting decent. Because here's the thing. He's not running around in last. And a lot of the reporting makes it out to be like, oh my God, Daniel Ricciardo failing. It's like no, he's, he's getting points more weekends than he's not.
1: I know. And I mean, it's only one or two points, but that's a lot better than... George you- cried with one point. <laughs> So like Danny and fucking Max (laughs) Max laughing laughing at at him (laughs) him in
0: the background. (laughs) I think Williams is one of the best teams on camera because they've got some of the greatest hits of all time. You've got the two guys carrying the fragile box and dropping it behind (laughs) the interview. You've got George and Latifi both turning around and coat-hanging themselves on the boom arm. Yep. And then you've got them, yeah, laughing at... Uh, Pretty much if Danny Rick's involved, it's funny because they're... Danny Rick's best clip of all time, I still think, will be him
1: singing into the PA system while all the other drivers are trying to do an interview. No. My favourite Danny Danny clip is when they're at the press conference. I think I know this one. <laughs> and they've asked they've asked Lando and him something, and Daniels whispered to Lando, "Do you even have pubes yet?" And Lando, and Lando, crying. Lando is crying, laughing, yeah. and the journalists are like, "Are you all right?" And he goes, "It's not, it's not you guys. It's not you guys." And Lewis is so confused and
0: having so a good time. So good like a mo, and they're like sort of <laughs> <laughs> sort of I do I, mean, I need to watch more press conferences they are sort of funny
1: they've been the, the past few years they haven't been as great because it's just been two people in there at a time back when
0: it was like six or seven
1: yeah those were the good days I still
0: think another one Danny Reagan press conference is the funniest. When he when he was like, did you get an invitation to Seb's birthday? <laughs> to Danny. To Danny. And Danny's like, I, d- I didn't get one. He's like, yeah, because he calls him the torpedo. You remember when in China? When he took him out? <laughs> <Just> <laughs> no, he was saying, not. Oh, i seen one. i seen one with the torpedo. On. And Seb's like, why do they call him that? And he's like, remember when he <laughs> crashed into him and he took him out? And Danny's just sitting there being like,
1: bruh. Bruh, come on. <laughs> now,
0: another, another one of the best press conference moments ever is when they're like, remember, you can't. Go around this part of the corner, and then
1: another driver's like, "Checo did that," and it's oh, like that's a driver briefing. Driver briefing. Yeah, that was a driver briefing, and Checo's just sitting there. It's stunned. like an
0: office scene. It just cuts to him with like a stunned face, being like,
1: "Bro, he's got stunned Pikachu." Yeah, face. it's <laughs>
0: exactly what it looks like. This is the best. That's the best driver briefing of all time because I don't even know who it is. Up I, I think back it's like, Felipe
1: is, calling out Checo. Checo
0: did it, <laughs> <laughs> and Checo's like, "What? I you know? <laughs> really did nothing." Anything else from this 2006 race? Any oh yeah, I forgot
1: what we were talking about. that. It it's actually a pretty good race. So Jensen actually had a engine penalty, so started 14th on the grid and still won. And this yeah. would have been V10s? Yeah. Yeah, awesome sounding cars. And there was, by the look of it, not that many classified drivers at the end. In fact, one of the drivers who finished in the points didn't finish the race. Michael di- finished 8th. What? What? Yep, and he didn't finish the race. So seven finishes on the lead, on no, there was four finishes on the lead lap. Yep, four finishes, one lap down. But Michael crashed out one lap down. <laughs>
0: so he classified still qualified qualified though. <laughs> yeah,
1: so he still finishes eighth. That's uh, how
0: you know you're one of the greatest of all drivers of all time. Is like you don't even have to finish the race and like points, baby. And there's cars behind him that finished.
1: On lower laps. Yep. So, Tiego... Wow. uh, uh, So, Diego Montiero, Christian Alders in the uh, Midland F1s, they were like three laps down. Uh, Scott Speed and the Toro Rosso was four laps down. Then, Yano truly didn't finish because his engine blew off on lap 65. Then, there's Takuma Sato, who was five laps down and finished. At that point, it's just like, just
0: bring him in and retire (laughs) him.
1: Like, what are we doing out here? And Robert Kubica... Did 69 laps and was disqualified but for being bowing. underweight.
0: Him or the car? <laughs> Both.
1: <laughs> but, yeah, I thought that was interesting. The, the first retire, the first classified retirer was Nando on lap 51.
0: Did you tell us how many laps we're doing this weekend?
1: I, I'm going to guess it's around 70 because this was a 70-lap race. And it's a short track. It is a short this track. It's not particularly long. No.
0: Um. I kind of like the shorter tracks.
1: Like It's only a minute 16... Oh, a minute 17 left yeah, on quick. average.
0: And like, I mean, we can assume that they're going to be about a minute 20, a minute 21 this year. Yep. But with these new ground effect cars going around a lot of those high-speed sweeping corners, I think we're going to see some pretty interesting...
1: I reckon we're going to see some more flat-out corners on it, to be
0: honest. You can this year, because you've recently jumped in the new sim... I just got it today. ...with the new cars, and they do... And I know we're talking about a video game, but they do aim for realism, and it's pretty good. It's pretty good. It's fucking difficult. It's difficult, but they do feel very different. And yeah. I I think it's amazing how they've managed to replicate a completely different car feel in a video game, but you do notice it in the corners. Yeah, You I, do notice it under braking. You notice the acceleration. It These vehicles are so different,
1: and it does fundamentally change. The way you have to drive them. And
0: especially it, in certain parts of the
1: track. Like, like you can take rain the sweeping hander going into the last straight. You can take a flat out now. Yeah. You couldn't do that in previous games. Flat out in like third or fourth gear too. Sixth gear. I'm taking a flat out in sixth gear.
0: I'm just a really bad driver.
1: Though. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm I'm like three seconds off the, the cars in the game too, and I'm still learning it. Yeah, so yeah. It's, it's insane how good it feels.
0: Yeah, so I think, you know, I'm thinking like turn one, two, and three. Especially that downhill section. Yep, that's where we're going to see. That's uh, that's where we're going to see these cars push to their aero
1: limits. This track's going to really show off a lot of that. Are we going to see a lot of trains too? Because we're going to see these cars be able to follow a lot longer than normal. Like, yeah, consider to last year, you'd follow for three laps and you'd have to drop back two seconds so that your car could cool down. Yep, this year that's not going to happen.
0: Especially if it's wet too, it means you can be right there as well. It's not as hot. Yeah, exactly. Classical. Do we think the colder temperatures will help some of the front runners more so? Who uh, normally does well in the cold?
1: McLaren seem to. Yeah, uh, that's a good sign. That is a good sign. The other one that I wanted to say that does well in the cooler conditions, I'd say the Red Bulls and the other Tor- uh, Alpha Tauri's, yeah, would do better in the colder conditions. I feel like the Williams will be hampered by one of their drivers. Albon might do well, but I don't see the other one finishing. As Especially
0: to, if Albon can get a good run on his tyres
1: in the wet. Yeah, because like he's, it, yeah. Well, he's well, a freak thing, with it's, ties. If it's a wet race, you don't need to pit.
0: No, it's true. You and can, like, We've seen what he did in Australia. Yeah. So every, every Albon bar could, one.
1: Albon could easily finish in the points if he just runs it. But I, what I can see happening is maybe there's rain before the race, maybe because we're not allowed to run in the rain anymore for some <laughs> God, God knows why we're not allowed to run in the best conditions to race.
0: Hello, what are you worried about? Some catch on fire?
1: Bro, it's raining. Yeah. <laughs> There's it's, it's it's water, water everywhere. Let's all have a drink. <laughs> Weird animal fact for you.
0: Okay. Turkeys will sometimes drink rainwater from the sky, but they'll
1: sometimes drown while they're doing it. <laughs> so what you're saying is Lance Stroll is a turkey. Yeah. Because he drowned in rain. Oh, 100%. Like, that's the thing. He did one good qualifying in the wet. And everyone's like, oh, this guy's pretty good in the wet. No. No. Well, actually, no, he's done two because it was the the Monza one from a few years back when he was in Williams and he put it on the front row. But that doesn't mean Fluke. Shit. Yeah. The fluke. Yeah, he's <laughs> in a fucking Williams.
0: If he wins a world championship, I'm calling fluke. I don't care. No, I'm calling silly buggers. Also that.
1: His dad would have paid for it. If he wins a world championship, it will be in a Ferrari and he will be cheating. Allegedly. Did you know Checo was in the Ferrari Junior Academy? No, I did not. I learnt that the other day. Like obviously, with France being the previous week, it was a lot about Jules because it was the anniversary of Jules's death. Yeah, and, and there was a tragic, a very that tragic crash. at Suzuka.
0: It was, and that's what's led to a lot of the really, really good safety regulations like we now have. The halo, and also safety car, virtual safety car, and red flagging all changed after. Yep, that horrific, horrific event. Yep, I like crashes, but I didn't like that crash. That was that was. That's the thing, we like we like to see cars have a wheel fall off and a wing come off, but we also like to hear our drivers go, I'm okay in the first couple of seconds. Yes. Like, even Joe's completely fine. That amount of time before we even heard was horrifying.
1: It was it was nerve wracking.
0: You and I were really, really unfortunate a couple of years ago when we decided to watch an F two race and we picked Spa.
1: Yeah. That was a good idea.
0: Genuinely horrifying and like as much as we dick around and we joke about all this sort of stuff and as much as we being Aussies have a pretty abnormal sense of humour compared to other parts of the world this is entertainment and we never want to see someone get actually hurt and you and I have been unfortunate enough over the course of our lives to watch not only people get hurt but unfortunately to watch some of our these guys die doing this sport for our entertainment and it's just we don't want it so
1: like the Jules thing was huge and yeah, like obviously there was a lot of people posting a lot of photos. Like obviously Charles he's Charles's godfather, so Charles, very emotional time for him.
0: Yep. I think but Natalie and Pickman did a very touching tweet around that, that, that weekend. She essentially said, I remember one time when I accidentally called Charles Jules in an yeah. interview and apologized. And Charles said, No, that's like the, the,
1: the kindest thing you, can you could say. say to me. Yep. yeah. But there was a photo of Checo when the when he was in the Ferrari Jr. Academy with Jules and he was just you know, posting memories, sort of things like memories of Jules, like missing you, that sort of stuff. I just never knew Checo was in there. Had no clue. Had no clue. Had no and, clue. Then I and I seen th- that and the big badge on. I was like, oh, fair enough. And this is junior category racing. I'd assume so. Yeah, because he's got the big, you know, the big junior academy driver uh, yeah. logo on his shirt. He had that there when he was sitting next to Jules, and I think Charles was in the photo as well. I tell you what, like.
0: I know people would be like, do you Ferrari's disappointing that? Nah. 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 Carlos, Carlos. Well, Lance
1: Stroll was a Ferrari junior driver. Weren't that one too. I didn't know that either. I guess, guess Ferrari it. just signs anybody, eh? Yeah.
0: <laughs> but not all the teams have a junior driving academy. So no,
1: you got the Williams, you got the McLaren, you got the Red Bull, Mercedes, Sauber. and Ferrari, and obviously Sauber as well, but it's not as well known because it, just get, it used to just get clumped in with Ferrari.
0: Yeah. Are they still have,
1: they have... Teo. That's the only one I can think of that's in it. It's the only
0: one I think who's putting in like the effort promotion yes. promotion level performances. Um, but look, I I'm giving every race track a genuine benefit of the doubt this year when it comes to what we'll see. France let me down. France lets us down anyway, though. Yeah, it's, it's not a good track. It's yeah. I, other categories that race there make it look awesome. But we also need to be aware, as a motorsport, that these cars are inherently super different. Yeah. Like, an LMP1 car, which again is a very, very unique car, is more similar to standard road vehicles than an F1 car would be. And those things are essentially spaceships. Yeah. That's the level of engineering difference we're talking about. It's one of my favorite facts. that, like 70 clicks, they can stick to a roof. With the mm-hmm. amount of And that's the Alfa Romeo who released that information. They're like, yo, it's 70Ks, we can stick to a roof. Imagine what the others can do. 30Ks now, the Mercedes is up there just chilling. Yeah, fine. Which is what I think we should do with the Monaco Tunnel. Get them up there.
1: Boom. Do a loop-de-loop. Get it going.
0: Got anything else you want to add about this upcoming hungry race, mate?
1: Hopefully it's a good race. I just don't want it to be another the sneeze first. Do we know what
0: time it's on? Is it on late for us again? Yeah, it's is another on, late one?
1: 11, one? 11 p.m. 1. 11's Okay. Well, so, most of Europe is 11, which is pretty good. Yeah. It's when we get to like Saudi, Bahrain, America, South America. The American ones are rough. Yeah, they start. It's like four or five in the morning. you got to wake up to watch it. It's not worth it. And also, shout out to anyone who stays up and watches it. Like, I can't. It, it's rough being a Formula One fan in Australia. Yeah, it is. It's very rough. We do have the best personality drivers, though. That is true. <laughs> Good old big dick.
0: Do we want to talk about some predictions, Andy?
1: Oh, I think this week due to the fact that we're pretty sure Reese has COVID. I'll just give it a bye week, but we can predict stuff, but we won't put any points towards it. I'm just giving him the benefit of the doubt due to the fact that him and Dave didn't put tips in, but I don't want to give him two bullshit weeks in a row.
0: I don't think that's fair because... I might be responsible for that. I forgot to tell them we <laughs> forgot to tell them we were doing the preview tonight. Well, that's even worse. <laughs> Sorry, Reese. Reese, when you hear this episode, man, I forgot. Not you, Reese. Other Reese. For anyone who can't hear that, our roommates outside our window also called Reese, and he just yelled at us through the window.
1: He's gardening. Fair enough. Lovely fella. It's seven thirty at night. No, I bet he'll be out there. Look at that.
0: There he is. Look at that. Any slides? That's... (laughs) So, I say gardening. He's confirmed that he's fucking with his plants. Fair enough. Let's put our predictions in anyway.
1: Yeah, we can do it, but we won't
0: won't add any points to it. No, that's fine. I've built a bit of a lead now, so I'm happy with that.
1: Fair enough. Who do you think is going to come fifth? Who
0: do I think is going to come fifth this week? George.
1: George? I think George, too. Yep. George. George?
0: It's actually it's gotten to that point in the
1: season where it's actually a little bit more difficult, hey. Yep, Fernando. I'm going to go Fernando too. What about your fifth? I said George. Oh, I'll you qu- did. I've gone qu- the me. exact same okay you so, yeah, far. so far. Okay. This is where we're going to differ. I feel.
0: I think so. Third, Charles.
1: Checo. Second, Lewis. Yeah, I'm going Lewis. Okay, who? Three guesses if you can guess who we're going to pick for winners. I think you've got the same one as me. I think I've gone different. I've gone Max. Charles. You're not even having Max in the top five. He's due for a blow up. I don't see them blowing up. He's due. I don't think they will. I think Red Bull had their little flaws at the start of the season, but they've they've sort of fixed that.
0: I haven't checked where
1: he's up to in his engine things, but I just... I think he's only on his second still.
0: I I love Max.
1: He's my boy. He's the best. He has the big number one on his car. He has that, means big one. that means he's the he best. He's the best.
0: There's no denying it. In he's fact, also
1: perfect in every way. Never and done anything. He's wrong. never done a single never done thing done wrong. done anything wrong. But his engine's due, due to let go. I don't see it happening. I think, I think Red Bull are on top of that. They're not Ferrari. I'm sure there will be a point where it will happen, but it's not going to come this weekend.
0: That's a good point, and also it makes it interesting between us two.
1: Yeah, like if we just pick the same thing every week. It's boring up there. Then it'd be like
0: watching the sport in real life.
1: Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I do like the Fernando pick though. I think that's.
0: I mean, it's only a matter of time before it starts. Before these Alpines, they they are just behind Mercedes, and Mercedes is only a little bit behind the top two. Yeah, but the sec like the second tier being Mercedes and Alpine are leagues ahead of everybody else at the moment. That is true. In And we're talking in a perfect race situation with good pace. It's only a matter of time. Like, you know, George, we don't know if these Mercedes will finish. We can pretty much guarantee that some I, people are going to be taken out.
1: I can guarantee these Mercedes are probably 90% going to finish. I mean, odds are wrong. They on. have finished every race this year. They, they've only had one DNF. Yeah, and it was the George George, one. and that was an altruistic DNF. Yeah, it, it's, a, it's not even really a DNF in my book. No. Not really. He could have kept going. He just did the wrong thing. Yep. Right reason. Definitely the right reason. Right it's reason. I'll him. No, he but just yeah. did the wrong thing. Getting out of his car, he should have just left it for the marshals. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So, look, let's let's hope
1: Hungary is good. It's leading into the mid break, se- the mid season break, anyway. Which also means we have to discuss how we're going to release content during the mid season break.
0: Well, we do have a bit of a plan. I guess we can people let people know
1: about it now. Yeah. So. Week one, we're going to do a mid-season re- review. We're
0: gonna we're gonna go back and listen to some of our predictions from the start of the year. Yep, we might even see if we can get those
1: played in the episode and then we react to them. Oh, thanks for fucking making my life difficult.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. We'll see what mood Andy's in when it comes to editing, or we'll just read out what they are. I might note. I think them. I think that might yeah, be a better. Right. Right. I
1: don't have the time to do it the other way. Then week two, we're going to do our F two. Season catch-up. We're just going to have a look at the F2, F3, W Series. We're going to look at the Junior Series, see who's coming up. Obviously, we'll talk about Logan Sargent and that. We'll talk about... Jackie Doohan. Jackie Doohan. We'll talk about... Tao. All all those drivers. We might even chuck in some Lan Lawson and Yuri Vips discussions. I think so. I think... That, that that's basically week two and then the week before. <laughs> this is where it gets interesting. This
0: is the part that I'm actually a little bit nervous about more than anything else. Oh, I
1: think it's going to either be a complete shit show or it's going to be fantastic. I can guarantee it's going to be our least listened to episode. Oh, 100%. It's going to be a lot of fun. So we're going to we're going to pull up a race on KO which is the streaming service we use to watch Formula One and Jack and me are going to attempt to commentate it. And if the other boys are available we'll have one of them in the pit lane. Yep, to they're going to be Ted Kravitz And voice. on the
0: Skypad. Which we don't know how that's going to work, but we're just going to cut to them randomly.
1: Yes. But basically, we're just going to sit there. We're, we're still thinking of what we're going to do. I'm I'm leaning towards a race from last year, potentially.
0: Yeah, possibly. Possibly. Or but we're, we're going to give it a crack at commentating. It might be awesome.
1: It's probably not going to be. Probably but it's probably fun. Gonna it's going to be fun. But he, here's what I'm thinking. We give we hang a lot of shift on shit on Crofty. I've actually been thinking about what I'm going to say when the lights go out. Like this is how much
0: that idea. Well, has that, been that's on your me. job. I know because I'm like I can't do lights out in the way we go. That's so what Crofty says. So I've actually been like workshopping.
1: <laughs> I I'm not I'm not you fucking should, kidding. You know what you should do? You should do a DW you used to do on the NASCAR. Boogity 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 boys, let's go racing. That's horrific. I think I might. He out. used to do that every race that he commentated.
0: That's... <laughs> <laughs> I'm not <laughs> shitting
1: you. <laughs> i really really not.
0: Boogity, 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 let's go race. <laughs> and they bring him back every year for a race just so he can do it. That's pretty good. What did Charlie, not Charlie, what did um the other fella used to say? I don't know. I really don't know. Because I'm practicing. I want it, I want it to be good. And it's, look, it's, it would be interesting. We'll release
1: on social media what episode or what race we're going to try and cover. Have you got any in mind that you would want to consider? Let's we'll throw at three races each. Okay. I think Monza 2021 is definitely one we want to We do. can do that. 100% do that. I would like to do Mugello
0: 20. Yep. Because I think just Mugello was one of the best races I've ever seen. Or from this year, I think either Austria or Britain are the two
1: best. Definitely. Yep. So we'll also pick one. Also. You got it. This corner, and guys, it's showtime! Boogity, boogity, boogity. Ooh, let's go racing oh. today, boys. That was his final one in his final race. My God, that is mental! Every race for like twenty years, he'd say that. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Maybe Crofty's not that bad.
1: I know, right? <laughs> in
0: comparison, now
1: I like I liked DW's
0: boogity. I think the best motorsport commentators are the Australian Supercars: Crompton, Scaife, yeah, and Larko, Lianzi, Lianzi, GT. Yep, they're the best. They're, they're phenomenal.
1: They're, not only do they have good camaraderie, friendship, and stuff, but Larkham in the pits shits on anyone on the Skypad. He's a ge- genius. He's a dead set genius because he used to run a team, and, he's and a- now he just translates that translate that into his ability to to communicate complex race data and help you
0: understand what we're actually trying to comprehend is second to none. And like I know Ted is the best thing that's ever happened to spot to like Sky Sports. Definitely. Larko's better than Ted. You like, know what? we know how much we love Ted and they never cut him off.
1: No. They don't. Larko, they don't say 2 seconds Larko. We will not you know what? Let's make Dave in the pit lane. And every time he's like, "Gos, we're like, two, two seconds, seconds and <laughs> we will never go back to him." <laughs> Another thing too, um, if you really want to see how good Larko is, go back and I believe it's the 2011 Bathurst opener. He sits. He basically <laughs> Jack just felt all his drink on his shirt, but My he babe's wet. But basically, what he does is he goes to a whiteboard. The camera shot from the other side. He draws Bathurst, and he just. He takes notes about every corner on the track and he tells you why it's important to do that. And he gets to the final lines like congratulations you've just done one lap of 161. Yep. Yep. Like, Including driver's change pit stops for oh, that it's, race. It is so insane how he does that. It's an 11-minute video and it's the best 11 minutes. I'll check that out. That sounds fascinating. I'll show you after He's fucking unreal. All
0: right. Sounds good. Well mate, shall we order some pizzas and wrap this bad boy up? Sure mate. Thank you for listening. I know we haven't had the full crew together a huge amount, but... Blame COVID. It is. And like COVID is still a real thing, especially prevalent in Australia. We're going through a really rough patch at the moment. It's hit most of us or at some point or affected our ability to record. So if you're still listening to us and sticking with us, thank you very much. We love, like I genuinely look forward to doing this show every week. Definitely. And we're just going to keep at it. Again, hit us up on social medias. Please keep talking to us. We we have a small listener base, but I think that's awesome because it means we have the time and ability to, to chat to people and we want this thing to keep going and growing. It's awesome.
1: Uh, release date on the website too. We will So the week of Spa. it'll be that Friday.
0: Excellent. And we'll post all that on socials and things like that too. If you haven't left a review or rating, there's been one or two, I think on some server sites, which is pretty good. It's, it's starting. I
1: haven't seen those. Um, we should probably compile those and read them out one day.
0: Oh, definitely. Look, there's been no like written. Okay, there's well, been
1: people leaving ratings. So if you
0: have a person who's gone out there and left us a star rating, thank you very much. I am leaving a thing
1: on the website where you can actually leave a review on the website for us, and that will probably be the best way to get like and we will read we will read them out if they if they are funny or they call us out for saying making up stories like Jack always does. We'll definitely read them out. I live a
0: fascinating life. Thank you very much, guys, and we will see you soon.
1: Bye. And also, and dry Andri- a little. So idle. So idle.